Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Couch Rotato Podcast. On today's show, Will joins me for a very special watch-along episode where him and I sit down and check out the WrestleMania 21 Classic between Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. We also give you our thoughts and our prediction for who wins the big WrestleMania 39 main event match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. The Couch Potato Podcast presents to you Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle after the guitar riff. And welcome back to the Couch Potato Podcast. My name is Russ, and joining me today is arguably the most popular co-host that I bring on on a regular basis, uh, Mr. Will Yarborough is joining the show again. How's it going, Will? What's going on, man? It's a long time no talk. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, keep the portfolio a little diverse, you know, dipping into the fast food game, talking little movies, little TV shows, things like that. So I don't want to, you know, bog it down with too much wrestling. And plus, I'm kind of considering you like the John Cena of this show. It's like when I need the big ratings pop, I bring Will on. <laughs> All right. So right now, I got it going. We are at the promo right now. All right. Well, uh, if you want to hit pause on that real quick, uh, do the quick intro. Uh, Will and I are doing a very special watch-along episode of the classic WrestleMania 21 matchup between Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, which you can find on The Cock, which we call on uh, our show The Cock, but uh, the commoners or the well-educated people call that Peacock. Don't dig, uh, don't go to the gutter with your mind like we do here. But uh, you can find it on Peacock. Uh, it is season 21, episode 1, if you look for the WrestleMania, uh, all the WrestleManias. It's season 21, episode 1. And you can start it at one thirty-five seventeen. That takes you to the promo right before, right after Trish Stratus defends her title. I don't even remember who she wrestled in that. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, the women's division was a little rocky. They, it's not at the uh, apex that it is now, but um, yeah, she just uh, wins her match, and then they go into the. Uh, opening video that kind of plays into and shows you everything that's led up to this match. So I'm going to go ahead and count you guys down, uh, get to 135.17 on your cock app, and you can watch along with us as we sit and talk about WrestleMania 21's Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels in 3, 2, 1, re- play. All right. All right, we good? Yep. All right, yeah, we tried to uh, do this where we were streaming video, but for some reason uh, Peacock was locking us out to where uh, we couldn't watch it at the same time. So uh, might be a little lag between the two of us here. I will tell you, though, that uh, I don't think anybody has done this or continues to do the uh, the promos to set up the matches better than the WWE. No, AEW. Uh, no, I don't think anybody does. No, I, I can't even speak on New Japan. I don't even know if they do that for their for big matches or not. You know, I don't either. I usually just will watch one match from them, so I don't really go into yeah. the details. And of course, they set this up perfectly too. I mean, it wasn't any, you know, kind of backhanded or, you know underhanded stuff it was basically like okay Kurt Angle got pissed off that Shawn Michaels threw him out of the Royal Rumble and made him pay for it Billy Gibbons Marge oh you're a little ahead of me then (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're at the what's that how hard is it to get tickets to Wrestlemania uh I know last year uh we had looked at tickets. I know they were selling for like 60 bucks like the week before. It's not bad. We go to WrestleMania? Yeah, I'm sure it's probably a lot harder ticket to get this year. Oh, yeah, 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 because it's in L.A., yeah. 
Hey, but next year should be. I, I'm I'm curious to see how next year's is because they're in Philly next year. That's yeah, they're in Philadelphia one. next year. You know the ECW guys are going to be going nuts for that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's the closest it's been to the Ohio area in quite some time. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, like it's been in New York. Well, no, I'll take that back. It was in Chicago a couple of years after this. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Hmm. Oh, no. Uh, it's in Chicago the n- next year after this. No. it was. Yeah, it was in Chicago for 22 because uh, I think they tried to recreate uh, WrestleMania. One was in New York, and they did 20 at Madison Square Garden. And then WrestleMania 2 had the New York, L.A., Chicago thing going so they did uh, 21 in L.A., then they did 22 in Chicago. Who headlined that? Uh, 22? Yeah. I want to say that's Sean against Cena. Okay. But, yeah, that had to have been, before, like I said, way before I was able to, you know, purchase pay-per-views because mom and pops wasn't buying this. <laughs> All right, now, have, has Shawn Michaels come out on your feed yet? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> God damn it, this is not working out well. <laughs> what time are you at? I am at 138.54. Okay, hold on. Let me know when you get to 140.55. I will hit play. 140.55, okay. Yep. I think this is one of the last years that they actually had WrestleMania in a uh, an arena because I know they did uh, 17, 18, and 19 in stadiums. And then they went back to the arenas for some reason. So, okay, so was that the – which one was at Safeco when they were like in the – Whatever stadium now. All was. the Mariners. Uh, that was nineteen. Okay, that was nineteen. Okay, yeah, because that was when Undertaker came out. American Badass. I remember that. Yeah, because they did seventeen at the Astrodome. Eighteen was at uh, the Sky Dome, and then nineteen was at Safeco. Okay. And uh, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, at by this time uh, you didn't have uh, Steve Austin, you didn't have The Rock, you didn't have your big draws, so. I don't think they were confident that they could sell out an arena or a stadium. So that's why they went back to the uh, the arena shows. You said one forty fifty five. Yep. All right. This is my brother's all time favorite wrestler. He absolutely loves Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is a is a god. I love Kurt Angle. Even though he walks super stiff nowadays, when I yeah, see he him. looks like he didn't get around too well. I was like, Ugh. like, what's wrong with him? I think he's just beat up. <laughs> okay, you can hit play now. All right, all right. Kurt Angle's making his way to the ring. Mm-hmm. All right. I know for me personally, like, this was a WrestleMania that I wasn't too amped to see. I mean, they had set up Batista and Triple H perfectly, but this was the match that sold me on getting it on pay-per-view. So was this, this was when this was, this was when Triple H was in the process of putting Batista over then in this mm-hmm. time frame. Okay. Yeah, I believe the two. Yeah, this is the one where Batista and Cena came out. They left as the champions. Okay. So, yeah, you're setting up your new stars right there. This is some generic some generic referee. Who the hell is this guy? I don't know. He looks like he's the creator referee in, like, a WWE 2K game. He's got blonde tips in his hair. He looks like he want to get up in there. <laughs> oh, that guy getting in there. Man, both those guys fuck him up. <laughs> Yeah. 
You know, I know some people will, or a lot of people say that the Attitude Era was the best era of uh, wrestling in WWE history, but I don't know. This Ruthless Aggression Era, if you think about all the studs that came out of that era, in terms it's of like... Right behind it. It is like 1A and 1B type stuff. It is right behind it. Well, I know Lucas and I did a... Uh, when we were practicing on starting this whole podcast, we did an episode, the Attitude Era versus the... Uh, the ruthless aggression era, and I made the point that I think, in terms of storylines, that I think the Attitude Era was better. But in terms of like the match quality, this ruthless aggression era blows the Attitude Era out of the water. Oh yeah. If you go back, you go back and watch on Cena versus Bobby Lashley. It's Great American Bash. That match was great. It was a good match. They mm-hmm. had a lot of good matches. That's going to bug the hell out of me who that referee is. Yeah, I, I want to know. Man, bro was up here about to break his wrist with that count. <laughs> I know that you almost think this is like his first go round. <laughs> when I watched this last night, I for a split second, I thought that was Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> So I wasn't paying attention to him. And then, like, I think this was the era, too, where they didn't really – the referees tended to be, like, less of a focal point because they usually – you knew who the referees were. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Dave Hebner's coming out or, you know, like Mike Chioda or Tim White. Like, you knew who those guys were. Like, I think outside of Charles Robinson, I didn't really know any of the referees of this era. And there I didn't was, know anybody. I, I knew – I just knew Charles Robinson because – of. You know, I was a WC, WCW guy growing up, and I, I was like, oh, that's a dude from WCW, and I saw him come over, and I was like, okay. I think uh, Jim Corderas was a referee at this time, too. Like, those were him, Kyoto, and uh, Robinson were, like, the only three I knew. I think uh, Nick Patrick had him a cup of coffee in this, this time, too. <laughs> Come on. I think this is what makes Shawn Michaels so great. Is like he could have a good match with any style of wrestler. Yeah, he's he's just very versatile. It's like I don't I don't know how to like I don't know how to label his, his style. Like he's good on the ground. He's got a submission. He'll go to the air if he needs to. He'll take crazy bumps. He's just—I just say he's like a—he's a really well-rounded wrestler. And I don't know if there's anybody—I don't know if there's anybody kind of like that today. I feel like everybody's kind of like one-sided. Like you're, mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna get, but you like it, and you can just like you said, put him in a match with anybody, and it's just gonna go. I think that's why him and Ric Flair generally considered the two greatest wrestlers of all time because, like, they could have a good match with anybody. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, yesterday, and it's uh, we were talking about Shawn Michaels prior to him uh, leaving after 14 when he hurt his back Mm -hmm. versus him coming back, like, which era of Shawn Michaels was better. And a friend of mine pointed out that at that point, Vader wasn't the same Vader in WWE as he was in WCW, but Michael mm-hmm. still managed to get a good match out of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I, I'm i of the belief that I think when Michaels came back, he just was able to kick it up to another level. I think he is better after he came back than he was before, which is weird to say, but. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. He, and I, I don't know if it has to do with, I don't know if it had to do with him getting clean or not. I think but, that had some to do with it too. I think he, you know, kind of changed his outlook on life. He seemed to be more yeah, durable in this, that after he came back too, he seemed to be hurt a lot. 
that first round. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and he lost his smile. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing. Like growing up, I, I I didn't realize how like how big of a dick Shawn Michaels was. I did not know he was a problem child. Nobody liked him in the back room, like in the locker room. I did not know that. And then I was like, man, if I would have known as a kid, I don't think I would have liked him like that. I I didn't either until yeah. um, you know, the early days of the internet. Uh, basically, was either used to uh, try to find uh, nude pictures or. It's when the uh, wrestling dirt sheets really started to thrive. And that's pretty much all I ever used the internet for was to find uh, pornography or to find out what was going on behind the scenes of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I was Googling Lita hard <laughs> growing up. <laughs> well, I was going for a little bit more risque stuff than just Lita, but... Oh, okay. Sable, then. We can start back there. <laughs> yeah, you could look up Sable uh, Playboy pics followed by... Is Shawn Michaels really an asshole behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about Shawn Michaels, though. You can say the same thing about Kurt Angle, though. Yeah. Well, okay. Which Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle right now when he was bald or Kurt Angle with the hair? Either or. I think he was just as good. Here, I you know, I he seemed to have lost maybe a little bit from all the injuries, but I still think he was probably in terms of wrestlers at this point, he's probably in the top two or three. Yeah. 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 He was. Yeah. Kind of thing. Cause what was out at that time? I think this was around the time when, Oh, it's nice clothesline over the top rope. Yeah. They had already lost Brock Lesnar. Eddie Guerrero had passed away. I think uh okay, so this was way okay, so this was way after if that's the case, this was way after uh SmackDown shut your mouth mm-hmm. and here comes pain. Damn, okay, so okay. Oh, there's Taz. Taz was such an underrated uh color commentator. He still is. I think he still is. I was so mad when they moved him out of the, from wrestling into the booth. Like, why the fuck are you doing that to Taz? I mean, WWE kind of yeah. killed his mystique to begin with, but. Up here we go. I do remember this time frame, though. This is when the Spanish commentator's desk would always get fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, that looked like that hurt. Oh, yeah. My God! My God! (laughs) (laughs) Like this dude right here in the crowd with this uh, two-tone baseball shirt on. (laughs) Looks like Peter Griffin with hair. (laughs) He stood up after that impact. He's like, oh, what's going on here? (laughs) Oh, good God, that's got to hurt. Now was I'm trying to think. Is HBK has Sean and uh, Triple H did they have a few after this or was that a little bit after? No, uh, the Triple H uh, Shawn Michaels feud was like right when he came back. Okay, so that, was, uh, okay, so that was earlier. Yeah, Sean had been back for a couple of manias at this point because uh, 19, he did the match with Jericho. And then in 20, he was involved in the uh, the triple threat match with Triple H and Benoit for the title. Okay. So, yeah, this is like match. his third mania back at this point. I didn't realize how long he was going either when he broke his back in the 90s and then came back in the 2000s. I didn't realize it was that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like four years and some change. That's long. Like, that's, I don't know if folks are still doing it. Well, Edge did it, but still. I, yeah. I don't know if he... 
to last a long time. Oh, we got some chops. Classic Shawn Michaels over mm. the top of Turnbuckle. I think the only one of those Irish whips into the corner is better is the one where Flair gets whipped and he flips over the, the top rope and then kind of almost walks the apron to hop back in the ring. <laughs> I one up you. Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan when he did that and Shawn overselled the that whole match. <laughs> he was overselling the funniest shit. Well, I know there was a lot of uh, backstage... Uh, like rumblings about that were like Hogan didn't want to put Sean over. That's what I heard. He didn't. And that's why he was doing that shit. And I was like, uh, typical Hogan. And that's why I don't like his ass. He's a dick. Mm-mm. I was just uh, listening to, uh, or no, I wasn't listening to, I got a chance to watch, uh, one of those A and E specials about the, um, the NWO. And uh, the Sting Hogan match from uh, Starcade '97, mm-hmm. which should have been like, I had never been more excited for an entire like in a match in my entire life than I was for Sting and Hogan. And uh, Hogan pulled the creative control card and didn't want to put Sting over at first. This, this is disappointing, man. I, I don't like people who gatekeep. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that. If you want your business to survive, you need to put other talent over. Yeah. And that was a big issue I had with Triple H. I and mean, then he seemed like he started to get on, catch on to that wave and started putting people over. So, I, yeah. I saw it was funny when Kurt Angle would swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like he mouthed something. Oh, here we go. Come on, Sean. Drop that elbow. <laughs> now, if uh, 2000 and was this WrestleMania 2005? Uh, let's see. Yes, this was 2005. Now, with. Who would 2005 will be rooting for in this match? In this uh, certain one right here? Yeah, if this were if we were to go back 2005. Oh, Kurt Angle. Would you? Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah. I'd have been more torn about it. Because, okay, so I, like I said, I remember when, when Kurt got there, and I remember when he had brought out, I always forget the guy's name, the one who was with him, Shelton Benjamin, and... Um, Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas. I always forget his name. I was a big fan of those three. Mm-hmm. And that's when, I, that's when I got solidified as a Kurt Angle fan. And then, you know, the song, you suck. I was like, okay, this is, he's the man now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you I caught was, that replay, but... I don't know if you caught that replay. It like Sean... Kind of botched that yeah, dive off the top that. rope. Yeah, I saw that. Still recovered nicely, though, because, I mean, it didn't really look like a botch unless you're looking for that sort of thing. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is such an awesome spot. Yeah, I've seen so many memes about this. It's like... My girlfriend walks in when I'm watching wrestling, and it's stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> and ooh, with some stiff elbows. I don't know, like I don't know how many times I've seen this match. I still expect Angle to nail that suplex. Oh, Sean going a little heel there. Uh. 
They are, they are really beating the shit out of each other. I'm telling people something, man. They, nah, these blows, they're real. Someone be real. All right, here we go. Oh, I remember this. Yep, I remember that highlight. I might catch a little flack for this, but I... One thing that I appreciate that they do in the WWE over AEW is when the wrestlers do these high spots... Mm-hmm. AEW looks like they're almost setting like the guys are going to like take the blunt of it or almost like prepping for it. Whereas yeah. like this here, like Angle looks like he was legitimately knocked out or knocked down and he couldn't recover in time for Sean to hit that. Whereas if that were an yeah. AEW, Angle would have been ready yeah. to catch Sean, you know? Yeah. Shit. Oh, fuck. What pay-per-view was it? Sean, he did the same shit. Did the moonsault off that, and his whole waistline wrapped around the damn announce table. I was like, that had to hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I do get, I do get that. I, yeah, you you can say that because, for example, like remember uh, Jeff Hardy, Darby Allen when he jumped off the uh, top row, I mean the top ladder. Laying on those chairs, you could see Jeff literally get up and catch his ass. It was like, eh. yeah, I and I don't, I don't know if that's an effect of like when uh, Sammy Guevara almost killed Matt Hardy or what, but <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I don't know if that's like guys. Come on, let's take it easy now. <laughs> Yeah, he's busted. Ain't not showing this today. <laughs> nope. They'd get fined for that. Uh-huh. They're getting ready to take it home now. <laughs> the refs up here clapping to you. Oh, good job. <laughs> there it is. He tore it out the band. There it is. <laughs> this is how much WWE 2K I play. That whole transition that he just did, mm. I'm just like visually seeing press circle, press X, press triangle to keep all that going. <laughs> then you get your special bar all the way up. <laughs> there we go. Got it that time. I don't know if you oh, hear okay, that or not, right but I think the band's getting ready to get tuned up. Getting tuned up, there it is. I definitely can pinpoint a time frame for this now. There's a guy out there wearing an NBA All-Star East jersey. I remember exactly what grade I was in. I was in the eighth grade when this happened. Talking about the guy with the bucket hat? Yep. Because I had a Carmelo Anthony jersey like that. Here we go. There's that lock. You know, it's a shame we never got Angle versus Shamrock in the WWE, the Battle of the Ankle Locks. Shit, I remember. Who? What was the match? Special guest referee. Ken Shamrock was the special guest referee against whoever. That was Austin and Brett from 13. Yeah, and he, that was like. He could still go. Put him in a match with Shawn Michaels. That, that would have been something to see. Mm. I love this exchange, too, where Shawn's trying to break out of the ankle lock. i never seen anybody really try to get out of it the way he did. And Angle keeps holding on to it. Uh-huh. Let's see here. Let's see if he does it. Yep, got it. Mr. 
Yeah, come on. Reversal. That ankle. See, look at transition. That was dope. Mm-hmm. There we go. Angle slam. Hey, you ain't getting shot with that one. <laughs> I remember the old SmackDown games. My brother would, like, purposely build himself up just to nail, like, me with, like, seven or eight of those angle slams. <laughs> In my defense, though, I'd, always, I'd use the stunners, too. Mm. Yeah, you hit down, diagonal left, or then X. You tap L1. Stunner after stunner after stunner. Oh, man. This moonsault. Can you name a, a guy that could do the moonsault better than Kurt? <sighs> Billy Kidman, this guy who comes down. Yeah. Yeah, with that shooting star press. Oh, yeah. I tell you, he had an ugly uh, moonsault as uh, Terry Funk. I didn't like his. Uh, Terry Funk. Hey, hey, <laughs> Terry Funk does his moonsaults like I would do a moonsault. Just like you start one way, it's then you end up another way. It's just a body flying in the air. Like, <laughs> what, what are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, he just basically like, you know what? Fuck it. This is going to land somewhere. Evan Bourne wasn't bad. I like to yeah. flying. But my cousin likes him. When I looked at him, I was like, yeah, he was cool. Oh, angle slam to the top rope. Damn. Once again, he was cool, but he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Still isn't doing much in AEW. No, I, at all. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, I apologize if you listen to the show, but let's be real, he doesn't. You don't do shit. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> I wonder what Kurt's actually saying to him. I hope Sean's telling him, like, listen, man, don't be yanking on my hair. I don't have too much of that left. Damn. There it is. Sweet 10. Before I watched this last night, I was like, or when I was watching this last night, I was like, did he ever hit Sweet Chin music on Kurt? Because, like, it never seemed like he he tried, but never landed it. But then, boom, he just nails it. I knew that was coming. I was like, he's going to get pissed. Why hasn't Mr. Kennedy started? Oh, there it goes. I was wondering when Mr. Kennedy was going to start the count. He's looking like, huh? That's really bugging the hell out of me who this fucking referee is, though. What is this guy? Oof. Okay. I don't know. That looked like he hit three, and then like Kurt brought the shoulder up. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Whoa, okay." And he pulled that one up. See that referee's got a little bit of product placement on his arm. That old jump man. See that Jordan man. <laughs> Is that allowed today? <laughs> I'm sure it would be at this point. It'd be a WWE uh, wristband, or Jordan would be the official shoe of the WWE. You know, that's one guy who I am shocked who never showed up in WWE was fucking Michael Jordan. 
Yeah. I'm sure they probably tried to get him. Oh, you know they did. Sean is selling the fuck out of that ankle lock. Oh. Yeah, this is one right oh. here where, like, he just tries everything to get out of it, and Angle just will not let go. Such a cool exchange. Oh, come back to the center. Yeah, when he pulls baby. you back, you're fucking done. You ain't getting out of that now. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you fucking tap right there. I'm I'm done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact for you: This is me every morning deciding whether I'm going to go to work or not. That, I'm Shawn Michaels in that scenario. Responsibility is uh, Kurt Angle, and that's me as Shawn Michaels. Like, do I? Can I? Do I need to go in? Man, that was a fucking awesome match. Still fun to revisit. That was a good match. I think they run, uh, I think later in the year they do a 30-man or 30-minute Ironman match on Monday Night Raw, which is really good, too. I do remember they did one. I just don't remember what the time frame was. Who won that match? I think Sean won. Uh, I think they went three times, and I think... Sean won the Iron Man match, and I think Kurt beats him one more time. I'm going to look it up here real quick. Yeah, let me see if I can. Let's see here. Angle versus HBK referee. Man, the way they were setting this up, like you would have thought Shawn Michaels was retiring here. Yeah, from the standing ovation right here. Yeah. They still don't, like you said, they don't even have who the hell that damn referee was. Oh, they actually, Angle wins at WrestleMania. All right, we'll go ahead and end it there. Um, It's actually been funny about seeing them, too. I've been showing my girlfriend the crazy spots that Mae Young and the Moolah did. She was like, they're crazy. Oh, yeah, I know, for being as old as they are. Um, okay, Kurt wins WrestleMania. Then they did the draft, and Kurt Angle gets drafted to Raw. And Sean beats him at Vengeance in June of that year. And then they did, on October the 3rd, they did a Iron Man match, which... They were tied at two when t- uh, time expired. And Sean calls him out to go to sudden death, and Kurt retreats up the ramp, and then that's it. 
So they're one, one, and one. Yeah, good. That's a good way to end it. Yeah. Um, to keep up with the tradition of the show, uh, as many people consider him, uh, Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, usually when it comes to putting on the best match of the card, Shawn Michaels, if he's on it, chances are he's going to be, or he's going to have the top match of the card. So in terms of his top five matches at WrestleMania, what would you consider them to be? You already know number one off rip. Take her HBK. Yeah. <laughs> That's off rip. Mm. Not the second one, the first one. That's yeah, that's arguably the best Grand WrestleMania Grand match of all time. And I was the one I was really considering on doing it first, but I'm like, well, that's probably been done to death in the podcast world. We'll we'll do Angle and Michaels instead. Secondly, I would have to say my choice, which would be um Sean and um uh, why am I having a fucking brain fart? Scott Hall. Oh, Sean Razor, WrestleMania 10? Yeah, oh, that's a good God. one, too. That ladder match, that ladder match is, is nuts. Mm. Um, I would probably put next after that, I would have to say... Because uh, I'm a Jericho guy. I'm throwing him in there. Shawn Michaels and Jericho. Mm-hmm. That's three. Four, I would probably say. I can't believe I'm about to say his name. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. That's arguably one of the greatest triple threat matches I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And then five, I would probably say. Uh. Like, I'm kind of torn between, like, putting. Sean and Brett or Sean and Ric Flair. You know what? I'm going Sean and Ric Flair. Brett, I'm sorry, but you will not get over the fact that Goldberg apologized. So you are not making my list. <laughs> I know. Brett, until you get over it, you're not going to be a welcome guest on our show. Um, I think for me, I would go HBK and Taker would be number one. Number two would be Sean and Razor 10. This one that we just watched, Angle and Michaels would be three. I would put uh, Michaels and Jericho at four, and then I would do... I, I'm not doing the Iron Man match. I think that Iron Man match is kind of overrated a little bit. Mm, yeah, I, I, I'd say so. Um, I think it's between Taker and HBK2 at WrestleMania or Flair. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Taker and uh, HBK2 would be my number five. I really like the Flair match, too. That's like probably the best Ric Flair had looked in a long time, but I that that second Undertaker Michaels match is damn near as good as the first one. You think so? I think so. Yeah, it's a good match. It's a good. I, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna rewatch that match. I think the first one. I, that I think it suffers a little bit. Head. It suffers a little bit from having to live up to the first one. That's why I wouldn't put it on the list because I'm like kind of hard to. To to, to 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 touch that because it was just like the whole build up for it, especially when Sean came down when he made an entrance when he was up at like the light versus the darkness. Mm. I was like, this is fucking amazing. It, it, the whole aesthetic, the just everything. The match was just great. Yeah, well, I I think the stakes of uh, the second one too. I kind of I think elevated a little bit too is the fact that Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. I'm not considering that. Uh, that fucking clown show at Crown Jewel oh, with him Crown and Jewel. yeah, that's not Shawn Michaels' you know, last match. It's gonna don't be considered that his last match. They don't consider that his last match. 
Well, I always consider so those crown jewel events kind of like out of WWE canon anyways. It's just like, oh, whatever happens, it doesn't count. Well, you know my thoughts on crown jewel. <laughs> I ain't a big fan of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watch it, but I ain't a big fan. Uh, last question before you go. Um, I'm going to ask you for your prediction. Who wins the main event of WrestleMania 39? Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns? Man, and see, I was actually talking to my buddy about this the other day. Big wrestling fan, by the way. Uh, I was hoping that the stars aligned that you guys could meet because he would drop some knowledge on you, and you'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Where'd he come from? <laughs> He's that deep into wrestling. Oh, damn. I'm talking like he watches New Japan and Ring well, of Honor when it was shit. Well, we'll have to bring him on the show sometime. Yeah, I, Mark, if you're listening, that's your shout-out right there, man. Yeah, come on, but Mark. Come talk to us. Yeah, we were discussing this, and he brought to light. I was like, okay, me personally, I want Roman Reigns to win. Simply, I think that's who's going to win. But then again, I'm torn because Cody is so over right now. I can see Cody winning, especially – with the rumors of uh, Roman taking time off until SummerSlam of next year. I don't know if you saw images of that new belt that's going around. Oh, yeah, the, the custom-made Cody. Yeah. That it belt, it belt does look clean, I ain't going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm just torn. And he, he broke it down to me. I was like, why? I was like, why? I, I just don't feel like Cody deserves it right now. And he was like, well, you get to think about this. Cody left AEW and went, did all these other promotions and basically built himself up to be like a fucking megastar. You know, he wasn't going to be that guy in AEW. And I'm like, okay, now I see why people like him now. He built himself up going to all these other promotions to become that guy. Like mm-hmm. he's like your Kenny Omegas. He's just your, he's up there. I think he's I a bigger know, star than Kenny star. Omega right now. He is. I'd, I'd, I'd say so. I, I'd, I'd, I'd say, yeah, better, better star, bigger star, yeah. Better wrestler? Fuck no. But that's a different story for another time. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say he's he's up there. And the reason why it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around that is because I remember when Rhodes was there and he was doing all that dashing bullshit and that, wow, you like a smoking mirror. I hate that song. Yes, I am. <laughs> So glad you busted out the uh, the Stardust song. <laughs> Everybody that I ever talked to about Stardust, they always end up singing that song. I'm like, man, please let him be no different. And you didn't fail me. Thank you. <laughs> so, and and then, you know, the, the whole Stardust gimmick, I was like, they kind of like turned him into a clown for a way, like in a way. I'm like, this guy, this is your fucking champion? In the words of Killmonger, this is your king. <laughs> but I'm just like, this is your guy. But I don't know. I Like I said, man, to moral of the story, to wrap it all up, I'm 50-50. I want Roman to win. I'm loving his fucking heel work. But I think this weekend, the bloodline crumbles. I think so. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, I think Cody will... Will win. I'm actually kind of pulling for him because, like, I was never a huge fan of his in AEW, but man, I don't know. He's just taking it to another level in WWE. But I think he wins because if he doesn't win, then who? Matches though, huh? He's had a few matches though. Well, here's the thing though: if he doesn't win, then honestly, who would be? Who would win? Who would be the champion? Because at this point, beating Roman Reigns is going to be the biggest victory that a wrestler in WWE has had in quite a long time. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. Hogan beating Andre, Hulk Hogan getting beat, you know. Oh, this is that re- th- reference into that lousy ass body slam he did to fucking Andre. <laughs> hey, I. That. <laughs> Basically, though, that that is like that was a huge deal because no one had beaten Andre in years, at least on television. Um, mm-hmm. 
But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a huge deal to whoever beats him. And this is why I was, like, totally against Sammy beating him. Because, I mean, as over as Sammy is right now, like, once he's done with the bloodline, then what? Yeah. So, I mean, they Cody's position in the fact that if he doesn't win, then I don't see how you take the belt off Roman because there's nobody on that roster I would say would be worthy of that victory more than Cody Rhodes is right now. And that's where I would like to see them. Okay, if Cody got the belt, no, I don't even know if I want to fucking see that. I want Roman. I don't want to see him get pinned. I think that's the problem. But I want him to get the belt off of him, but I don't want him to lose because that 900 and something day record, that's fucking impressive. Too bad they can't stretch it to a thousand, but that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, he's the one who's over right now, so they got to do it. But my thing is, okay, Cody's, we know Cody's going to have a long, extensive run for this championship. So what are they going to do? Are they going to loop it around him and Seth Rollins again at fucking WrestleMania? Because I remember a promo a while ago. He was like, you've never been in this position. Have you ever headlined WrestleMania before? I was like, down the line when Cody gets the fucking belt. Well, now you open up, you know, the chance to. And I, I think if you put it on Cody, you have an opportunity to build a bunch of new heels to chase a champion. I personally think it's going to be, I think they're going to eventually get to Cody versus Gunther. I think that's like the big feud to run through the summer is going to be those two. Hey, I would be on board for that. But yeah, so you can pot, you could set up Cody versus Gunther. You can set up Cody versus Seth again. You could set up, you know, you can do something with Cody and Solo. Your man's. Your man's. Let me get a yeah. Your man's. Oh, that's. I'm going to leave this episode. Get that fucking dude on WrestleMania. Get him on WrestleMania. If there's one guy on that roster that deserves to be on that show, it's LA Knight. Yeah. So let me ask you this then, though. So, Cody, I heard you mention Solo. What happens to him? What happens with Solo? I don't know if you saw that video or not, or uh, was not this past Monday, but the Monday before that, when him and Cody had that match, or he was getting ready to do something, and uh, Roman stopped him. So after Raw went off the air, there was videos circulating around. As they were walking back to the ramp, Roman was laying in the solo, and I was like, is this how they're going to build up that fucking feud? Because I heard rumors of Solo and Roman going at it, and that was really going to break the bloodline apart. So, Well, I think the end of the bloodline is going to be, it's going to wrap back around to where it started. I think it has to be Jey Uso vanquishes Roman Reigns, and that ends the bloodline. Think he'll pin him? You think he'll win clean this time? I think so, because, I mean, I think... Roman's going to start transitioning more into like a part-time guy. And honestly, you've held the belt for almost a thousand days. I mean, you really don't need. That's unheard of. Yeah, especially in today's, in like any, anything in society, like the attention spans of people are so short that like, okay, I'm done with Roman. He's been the champion for three months. I want something new. See, okay, so how you know people won't feel the same way about Cody? Tired of seeing him. Well, well, the thing with Cody, though, is Cody was, like, super over when he debuted at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. And that yeah. carried over into when he got hurt. And I think he's built up – I think he built up cachet. And I hate to say this about a guy getting hurt because I think what he did was incredibly stupid. But I also think that – he made he was made at Hell in the Cell last year when he wrestled with that torn pectoral muscle and in the way it looked. I think from that, like I think he was made after that. So I don't really he was stupid. Well, I mean I I don't think he could have really did any more damage to it, but fuck, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. 
that's why that's why they said he went on and did that match because he said there was the doctor said there was no more damage he could have did it was already torn off so he was just like oh yeah see i didn't know that i i didn't know if like he could have hurt himself further but also i mean like if he can't wrestle full capacity with that arm i mean he's also putting seth rollins at risk too yeah 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 that's a good point that's a good point but i think him that that imagery of his arm and him wrestling in hell in the cell i think that's gonna be one of the things that they're gonna show on highlight clips as long as there's a wwe how oh look how tough he is I remember when he took that robe off and that crowd's reaction was nuts. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, so I, I think Cody's a made man regardless. And he's been just as over since he's come back. So, I mean, I don't really see him losing any of that momentum. Yeah. I and mean, he's like the biggest they baby face that. they've had in quite a long time. That's like mm, organically said, over. 50, 50 huh? I said, said, man, I'm 50-50 on it. Like... He can win, cool. He can lose, cool. I'm just, yeah, like, okay, whatever. Well, we will find out on Sunday, though. So I'm super excited for WrestleMania. More excited for this one than I've been in quite a long time. So, oh, but a quick caveat I will say this speaking of Hell in a Cell, did you hear what they're doing to the Hell in a Cell cage? Oh, yeah, they're bringing back the old one. Good. I'm tired of that red shit. <laughs> yeah, it's super distracting. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, we get a good. Hopefully, it's a good show. You know, there's there's a there's some matches on there that I was like, eh, whatever. But then there's some matches on there that I'm definitely going to tune into. So we'll we'll see what happens. I think, I think it it's Cody and Roman. It's the Usos against KO and Sammy. I think the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Title is going to be really good. I hope that's good. I feel like that's going to be the dud. I I I, did, did, like I, dud. I think with the guys involved in that, I think that was going to be a really good one because those guys all seem to like Gunther and Sheamus have worked well together. They've never really had a bad match. Uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre when they went against each other never really had a bad match. I, I think that one's going to be. I think that could potentially steal the weekend. Think so? Yeah, in just terms of in ring quality, I think in terms of like storytelling, I don't think anything's going to trump uh, the Usos against KO and Sammy. But hell, I'm actually excited for this uh, uh, Mysterio match. I'm, I was I'm just getting ready to say the same thing. I'm like, I kind of want to see Ray and Dominic now because Dominic, his heel run's been fantastic since he the whole jail thing. It's been fucking amazing. He's and seeing that he's doing his job because I, I hate the kid. He's actually doing his job to get heat on him. And I'm like, okay, your little past, your little past promos that you have been doing like for the past couple of weeks, calling out your dad, this, this, and that. I was like, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. And especially when he did this to his mom and his sister, I was like, you know what? I think I'm actually want to see this match. Like, this is probably going to be good. And he's ruined Thanksgiving and Christmas at the Mysterio house, too. And he just thought, and he recently just said, hell, we might even pop on another holiday. Maybe 4th of July it might burn the house down. I was like, okay, this kid's getting nuts now. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that one could be uh, potential, too. So uh, looking yeah. forward to it. Maybe we'll uh, reconvene next week and recap the show. Yeah, have to. All I right. Have to. Too big, too big not to. All right. Well, Will, it was awesome talking to you, my friend. I always love having you on. No problem, man. And uh, we will, yeah, let's do that. We'll reconvene sometime next week and recap WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll say this. We, if we do it, let's make it after Monday. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not doing yeah, that. Raw episode, because I, I keep hearing there might be a lot of reveals of returns coming back that day. Ain't it WrestleMania, so something's gonna happen. Mm, maybe we'll get the debut of Switchblade Jay White. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our show for today. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can shoot us an email at couchpotatopodcast at gmail.com. 
Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on every episode coming out each and every week. So until next time, we will talk to you guys later.